It's a beautiful day so far here in upstate New York. The sun is shining. It's like perfect temperature. I'm actually a little bummed because I want to go out for a bike ride, but I have a lot of commitments today, so I'm going to stay focused. And maybe I'll go out later if I accomplish everything. So priorities, I guess. Today's reading... Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to get into that in just a second. There's uh, two things that I wanted to call out. Yesterday's reading was about how important is it. And I think I needed to hear that yesterday and be reminded because it was just an ongoing, ongoing theme. And then I even had to, um, I was talking about it and putting it in perspective for me, you know, like reminding myself and my voice in my head. And I will say that it made my day a little better instead of getting, um, instead of giving power to little things that just make me crazy. I was really mindful. Now it wasn't perfect. Don't get me wrong. It was not perfect, but it did help me, I think, have a better day than I would have if I let the little non-important things make me crazy. So that was one of the things. And then I wanted to acknowledge, I'll be honest, if it wasn't for social media, of course, the the little bit that I know about what's going on in the news with this, and I don't want to mess up his name, so I'm looking it up, George Floyd. I, I had to literally like Google to find out what was going on, and um, it was disturbing to see the video. And then it's even more, you know, it's it's sad that, you know, I'll never, I'll never understand. I'll never understand what it's like to be a black man. You know, I saw something on TikTok. There was a fella, he had, he had stumbled across a three-year-old little girl that was lost. Like, there was no houses around. And he, he literally like called and FaceTime someone to have a witness because he ne- he wanted to help the little girl, but he had to protect himself too because of the way, um, you know, black men are treated. And again, I'll, I can never understand that because I'm, it, you know, it just, I'll never have to know that. I've seen things on TV and I've seen stories like this and it's, it's really heart-wrenching. And then to see, you know, some of my friends on Facebook that, you know, one in particular, he's, he's my neighbor, he's my friend, and to see how this impacts the folks, like everybody, like ju- just before I got on the show, somebody messaged me about an idea about raising awareness on this topic, but it was like on my heart this morning anyway, like this is just so jacked up. And here's what I don't know, you know, I don't know what's happening everywhere we don't it's almost like we don't know unless it's recorded or whatever and that as I was watching the video too 
I was thinking like, why, why would you be okay? Like, like the officer obviously didn't, didn't think he was wrong, which is more scary. You know, if, if people were kindly advising him to, uh, you know, stop what he was doing. And again, just my, my opinion is it, it must not have felt wrong to him that he didn't stop even with some, some guidance. And again, I don't know all the situations, I guess what I want to say, cause I don't like to have, um, like some of this stuff really draws some crazy emotions out of people and I'm not looking to, to spark conflict or anything. I just want to say, you know, basic black, white, purple. I, I don't know. I don't care. Um, you know, let's just be kind and love one another unconditionally, like seriously, unconditionally. And not only is it good for the other person, but you'll get back what you give to, you know, you give the love and kindness and compassion and decency and, um, equity instead of, you know, predetermining someone's who they are or what they are or anything about them just from looking at the surface, give people a chance, get to know them. Don't, don't formulate your own ideas, stereotypes, you know, all these things that just block the way. I know that coming from a inner city, I was definitely not the most open-minded growing up. I, I was the minority and I felt that way. And it was certain people's actions that, um, you know, left me feeling that way. And I'm so fortunate that um, as an adult learner, you know, going back to college, getting exposure to a lot of different people from a lot of different places and being a little more open-minded to what people brought to the table and who they were and what their struggles were and, and all that stuff. It's that started opening my eyes and I've been able to reframe it through the years because some of it's generational too. I mean, my biological father was about as prejudiced as it comes. So it was learned on some degree, right? Like you've, you've probably seen those messages where, you know, they say that the kids just don't come out of the womb prejudiced and with all these hateful, bad ideas. So it's definitely learned along the way. And I'm just grateful that I found a way to unlearn some of that. And then because of that, I'm rewarded with the most beautiful people. And right now from all over the world, I'm connecting with it's, you know, just sitting in a room last night, there was, I think, four or five of us. And we had, you know, someone from the UK, someone from France, who was like, she was living in France, but originally from Hungary. Um, I was here from the States. And I, and the other girl was from Colorado. But, you know, men, women, wherever in the country, whatever ethnicity, all that stuff. So much coolness out there. Like, it's a world it's a world to explore and, and people, people have so much to give and I'm not saying we should run around being takers. I'm just saying that people have just this way to impact our lives and sometimes they know it and sometimes they don't. I mean, the memories and 
the impact that Meow, for example, when we were in Thailand, she's going to be forever part of my heart. And, you know, again, if you asked me a long time ago, what do I know about Thai people or Cambodian people or, you know, I've, I've seen stories, another social media yuck. The, the story was yuck, not the fact social media is. But again, this is where I, I learned things. So, But it was one of those, those videos. And if you're not familiar, I don't know these brilliant people, but they put together these real live situations. And in this particular story, two women are in the elevator at a hospital and one lady is Asian and the other lady is white. And the Asian lady sneezes and the white lady just berates her and is just such a jerk, like just such a jerk. And, you know, my daughter's here sick and it's, you know, she accuses her of being Chinese and her people bringing over Corona and blah, 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 like all this hate and venom. And it's just so ignorant. You know, she's she's accusing the lady of eating bats. I mean, it sounds ridiculous even just saying it out of my mouth. And the the story ends with, you know, the the mom thinks she's going to lose her daughter and she's in the room and in comes the doctor. And oh, yeah, guess who the doctor is? It's the Asian lady who's been forfeiting visiting her own daughter and her own family and working tirelessly to save this lady's child. You know, it's just not always as we see it. So, okay, I guess I'll read today's reading. I guess you're getting a long one today, people. I told you I'm feeling ambitious. Okay, May 30th. It is the chiefest point of happiness that a man is willing to be what he is. Said by Erasmus. Erasmus? I'm not familiar. (laughs) As children, we often played at what we wanted to be when we grew up. As adults, when we try to be something or someone we're not, there isn't the same opportunity to play act and return to our old self as we did when we were children. As adults, we find that our recovery progresses when we begin to be content with who we are. This means accepting our flaws as well as our strengths. It it may also mean letting go of some dreams we had as children and accepting the fact it's It's okay not to be the company president or the basketball star. It doesn't mean we failed if we aren't perfect and haven't become superstars. Happiness and serenity come from loving ourselves as we are rather than wishing we were someone else. Today, help me me recognize that I am a spirited being and I don't need to be anything or everything. I'm not. Wow. I think I could riff on that one for a while. This is part of, this is part of the journey, people. This is a big part of the journey. And if, if, if you can embrace what this reading is saying, it's a game changer. All right, so let me elaborate. This is, this is saying, you know, we could, we could pretend when we were kids and then snap out of it and it just was. And, and adults, as, as we're growing up, we there's these expectations or thoughts you know that things like being a ceo or a super athlete would define us almost or that's what makes us whole or 
superstars is the language they use in this. And that's so not true. I mean, yeah, you can be a famous person. You can be a top executive. But it doesn't mean that you're a superstar. Those two things are not the same. You can, you can be... I'm learning in these classes that there's people that are at very high level positions in their jobs and they don't have the emotional enrichment. They're not feeling fulfilled. It's hard to be grateful when you're, you know, empty inside. So this, there's more to life than a paycheck. And maybe that's why they measure these two things is, is notoriety and fame and money and really how important is all that if you're broken inside or just you don't love yourself. It Loving yourself makes it so much easier for the rest of the world to love and accept you because you know you're worthy and you put off those vibes, right, that everybody else knows you're worthy. But you have to believe it first. Like that's that's the that's the baseline. Like that's where it has to be. And and when you start believing that you're worthy and that you're the beautiful people that you are and that I believe you are, then it becomes it's a game changer. The the world is different. You can experience feelings and and confidence and life through a whole different lens. It has to do with getting rid of those, you know, negative voices that keep dragging us down. And guys, I'm still guilty of it. There's days that I'm still have that self-doubt or know that I'm still flawed in so many ways and I may be too hard on myself because I'm not changing at a pace that I think is appropriate. And that's where the the higher power or the universe comes in handy. It's like, okay, I need to go on your timetable instead of mine. Like if control is one of my issues, which, oh yeah, it is. So that'd be one example. It's like, okay, just, just relax. Happiness and serenity come from loving ourselves as we are. Very bold statement, very accurate statement. Happiness and serenity come from loving ourselves as we are. So it doesn't say happiness and serenity comes from acting how we think people want us to be. It says it comes from loving ourselves as we are. And the next line says, rather than wishing we were someone else. So that goes to not knowing what we don't know about the someone else. We don't know their struggles. You know, they might be wearing a mask. They... They just might not be telling us. We'll, we'll never know. So falling into comparison traps or, or thinking that things like the money and the fame and all those things are defining us and having those things is what makes us the kind of human being that we think people want us to be. 
can be an endless chase. Like we, we can never get there. And the spiral can make us insane. And I, I say this and I'm going to, I'm going to bring it back to how does it impact, you know, our addictions and stuff. If, if we're trying to be someone we're not, we can never be who we're not. Right. Like it's just that simple. We can't be someone else. It's, it's just not the way it works. So could it be possible then if we spend our time and energy trying to be someone we're not that we know we're going to fail because we can't be someone we're not? So if we fail, could that possibly be a trigger or a reason to go gamble or use or whatever? I think there's a, there's a possibility that those things could be related. So if we find the ability and the gift to love ourselves and be proud of ourselves and accept ourselves. There was a, I still can't believe this and you'll probably hear more about him, but there's a 21 year old fella. Well, he just turned 22 and he's in our group and he, (laughs) he put it so brilliantly last week. He says, I deal with, he goes, I sometimes deal with imposter syndrome or wondering, you know, if I'm good enough, if I'm, if, you know, my feelings are valid in my actions. And, and when it comes to comparing to other people, he goes, well, here's the thing. No one is like me. And he goes, the last seven years that he's experienced what he's experienced and gone on his journey and dealt with what he dealt with, and grew at his pace, and reflected, and whatever, the books he reads, the people he associates with, where he lives, all these things make him him. No one else could ever be him. And that just resonated with me so much. Yes, there's other female gamblers. Yes, there's other female gamblers that went to treatment. Yes, there's other female gamblers that went to 12-step. There's other female gamblers my age that went to rehab and went to 12-step. There might even be some that are, you know, in grocery and have these issues. Whatever, the list goes on and on and on, right? I can probably name 100 attributes and, and maybe there's a small population of people that are just like me in this sense. But the feelings I experienced the way I viewed them, the people I interact with, all of those things make me me and no one's ever going to be me and I'm never going to be anyone else. Like this is just the way it is. And really letting that sink in can be very, very powerful. And, you know, as I, as I leave, as I (laughs) is <laughs> I let you go start your day and, and I go start mine. The couple thoughts I want to just have you think about this weekend, today, whenever is, you know, how can you, first of all, do you love yourself and are you comfortable with yourself and who you are? And if you're not, you know, do you want to change that? Do you want to, do you want to be more accepting of yourself so that might be a topic to journal on or, or reflect on. And then back to the top of the show, you know, 
are are you accepting other people for who they are? Are you being open-minded and open-hearted to letting people that are different from you into your life? And are you sharing, you know, love and kindness instead of hate and anger and discouragement in what you do and how you show up for the world? So weekend thoughts, I guess. All right, guys, I am going to get going here. I hope that everyone has the kind of day they want to have, whether it's a nice, lazy, relaxing day, or it's a family day, or it's a goal-driven, achieving kind of day. I hope that it's a beautiful day wherever you are. I'm going to talk to you soon. Thanks, beautiful people.